Hello and welcome to a Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and joining me are Greg Brown and all the way from Norway, David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yep, me too, good. Good, how's your week been, David? Yeah, not bad. Been uh, working till now, but I've got the long weekend off and the weather is set fair, so... Something good, and my wife says London, so it's a uh, good weekend ahead. Oh, an excellent weekend <laughs> when the cat's away. Yeah. <laughs> Even though play golf. <laughs> it will yes. be, be glued to you. It's either in the Nobus League, surely. Absolutely. I hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> big game this weekend. David Glimt at home to Molde and what is a must-win game for Glimt. We'll get to that pretty shortly. Greg, before we do, can you just give us a wee recap on last week's performance on the podcast, which was better than decent? Yeah, it was decent, um, very decent, almost very good. <laughs> we had the corner double, uh, courtesy of Christian Sundegain helping us out on Sunday. Very, very unfortunate on Sunday night. We had Rosenborg to double chance and Rosenborg over 3.5 match corners and a very, very tough game at Tromso. And they lost a 93-minute goal. But mm-hmm. I was delighted to see, though, plenty of members contacted me to say they'd cashed out um, at 91 minutes Good. Um, which is always worthwhile doing when you've got a bet in that situation where I think Trom's over on top and for the sake of an extra couple of pounds definitely worth cashing out but no, it was a good weekend last weekend um, we've done really well on the channel again backing the lower leagues in Norway, Division 2, Division 3 and really focusing on the Elite Azerian and Obus League and second string sides away from home I think it's something we highlighted in the podcast a couple of weeks ago and I think I put a, a kind of thread on the channel and on Twitter about these long, long journeys for the second string sides day, <laughs> a day after um, their main team playing and them probably sending a pretty young team and it's worked out really well for us so far. So we've got two winners Monday, Tuesday last week on that. Yeah. We'll between now and the end of October. I should probably tell the listeners that you spoke to me on Monday morning and we are incredibly enthusiastic about geography for probably the first time in your life <laughs> oh, I'm a huge fan of geography <laughs> what I do know is a lot of the teams that uh, Rosenborg 2 play they all, they're all from Trondheim he yes. was taught as well <laughs> yeah. uh, but you did say you wanted David to give you a test a geography test uh, on Norway so we'll maybe arrange that for next week Greg, <laughs> just see how good your Norwegian geography actually yes, is yes I'm up for that yeah, big weekend this weekend, David. We've got Bodo Glimt against Molde on Saturday. That's the only game. And then we've got a full card across Sunday and obviously all the Obus League games as well, which we'll have a look at. But we might as well start at Glimt v Molde. Um, it's a must-win game for Glimt to find themselves seven points behind Molde as it stands. But Molde have had the upper hand in this fixture. Most recently, they've won four of the last six. David, how do you see this one going? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think, obviously, Bode Green have been dominating um, the league in the last two years, but they have found Molde a tough nut to crack um, earlier in the season. They went to Molde and got beat 3-1. Um, and probably, to be fair, they actually um, deserve to get beat as well. It's not often they, they, they get outplayed, but Molde outplayed them. and uh, the mode have looked great. Um, there's no denying that they have put themselves in a great position to win this title back from Glimt. Anything other than a defeat, and uh, you would fancy them t- to go on and win the league. Um, if they win, I think I think it's as good as over. So, 
both are going to have responded by getting the getting the band back together. Um, Patrick Berg is back. Um, Marius Loda is back, and they are looking very very strong. Um, Patrick Berg, best player in the league for me last year. Holding midfielder, just a fantastic footballer. Lons spent four and a half million euros on him and he's just not managed to break into their team um, unfortunately and he's decided a bit of personal reasons I think his uh, girlfriend's pregnant and he has such family ties to, to Boda that uh, I think it suits him perfectly Boda have spent 45 million kroners bringing him back so paying, paying pretty much the same price again to get him back and he is going to make a big difference I think and this is a yeah this is a must win game for them and yeah, they're definitely favourites that for me probably shouldn't be odds on against Molde. I think Molde's price looks really appealing given how well they're playing. But yeah, uh, Molde definitely strengthened a lot since uh, since last week. Yeah, so glimped a bit short for me at 45 given the form that Molde have been in there, 14 to 5, Greg. Yeah, as David said, it's a very big price for Molde. Um, I, I think the bookies obviously taken into account that are at home, have to win this match. A draw definitely suits Moda here. I'm not saying Moda are going to go to Boda and play for a draw, but a draw suits them fine. I, th- I think if they were to lose this match, it would give Boda Glimt huge momentum moving into the last quarter or third of the season. What, 10 games left to go? So it'd be interesting to see how Moda set up here in this match. But as David said, they've got some really key players back who have been who performed really well for them over previous seasons. But I'm really looking forward to this match. And it's quiz time. Um, oh. Always enjoy a Thursday night quiz. So these two sides, um, how many draws has there been in the last 18 meetings? I'll say none, but I'm disappointed you didn't ask how many miles is there between the two cities, <laughs> two, two stadiums, given your poncho um, for geography. Oh, hundreds. I'm working kilometres now, so that would have ruled me out. But uh, yeah, probably, I'm guessing one. One. One, David, spot on, mate. One draw in 18 games, which to be that's quite incredible, really. Yeah. Two sides, the only have one draw in such a a wide range of matches over the last few seasons. Uh, just one draw has Molde obviously getting the better of Bora Glimp recently. But for me in this match, I'd, I have to agree that they are very short, Bora Glimp, but I, I've got a sneaky feeling they're going to get a result here. Not for me though in terms of backing them to win. I think there's definitely a corners angle in this match given the importance of this game to Bora Glimp to win this match. They have to go in this match if they want to get back in the title race. And Molde as well, away from home and at home, I think they've conceded now four or more corners in 16 of their 20 matches. Away from home, they've conceded four or more in eight of nine away games. And I think as well, Bode Glimt at home, they've hit five or more corners now in nine of their 10 games at home, hitting 7.6 corners per match. I'm fully expecting Bode to come out the traps here and I would not be surprised to see them hit at least six or seven corners. Not expecting Moda to hit that many, to be fair. They might hit three or four. So there's a couple of ways in this match, but I'm going to share that on the channel um, tomorrow. Yeah, David, is that fair? I think from afar we get the impression that Glimt are a bit more swashbuckling than Moda, who are maybe a bit more pragmatic in their approach to to these games, I suppose. Yeah, definitely definitely noticeable last year how defensive Moda set up against Glimt. 
Um, I think I thought they might um, take, well, at least try and go toe to toe with them, but they certainly haven't. And it worked for them. It's worked for them so far this year, and I, I can see it happening again. Glint will dominate the ball. They will dominate the territory. And as Greg says, I think I think them to win the corner match bet looks really solid as well. And I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they, I think they might sneak a win. I hope they do sneak a win because it would be it would open up the title. It would be four points between them, and that I think um, it, it's a full crowd. It's a, it's completely sold out. They asked me already, so eight eight thousand uh, will be we cheering them on. There won't be many Molder fans if there'll be maybe fifty to hundred Molder fans. So yeah, it's going to be a really really good night Saturday, and I think uh, I think teams can do it. Yeah, Glint must be kicking themselves that they dropped those points against Hamcam the other week as well. Otherwise, you know, breathing down Molda's neck with a with a win at the weekend. Yeah. Um, in terms of the league title, Greg, you've kind of kept us up to date on the price. Molda as short as two to five to win the title ahead of this game. Interestingly, Lillstrom are still second favourites despite the fact that Glint have now moved into second place in the table. David, what's any explanation for that at all? Do you think? Uh, the bookies have just forgot to update it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Glimt are 92. So if you do fancy Glimt to get a result at the weekend and cut that gap to four, I just wonder if the 92 is worth a wee outside bet. Yeah. I'll tell you what, two to fives. That's a very, very attractive price. You're having some of that. To win the league when they're seven points ahead already. Um, yeah. And the form, and the form they're in, to be fair. Yeah, they've only lost twice. Well, that two to five goes to one to ten. Yeah, on Saturday, the right. team yeah. to win this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just going to ask you, David, that they've kind of both had contrasting European fortunes. Glimt disappointed to exit from the Conference League, but um, obviously dropping into the or sorry the Champions League, dropping into the Europa League. Molde contrastingly job done, qualified for the Conference League. So has that played any part in the build up in terms of where the the mentality is at with those type of results that they've had? Well, I think, I mean, obviously there was initial disappointment for Glimp, but I think the the bonus of the Europa League is just just such a, yeah, such a, a big thing. I mean, they were only in the conference last year. This is a, this yeah, is it's a, a step up still, isn't it? They've got some cracking fixtures to look forward to, Arsenal, PSV and uh, FC Zurich. So I think Bode Glimp will be very excited for that. And um, I think... Um, yeah, I think the, the the mood is really high with Patrick Berg and Maris Loder returning. I just I think they're, they're going to be they're going to be going at it right from the off on Saturday. Yeah. Um, in terms of catching this game, what's on in Norwegian telly for anyone who may have uh, access? Shall we say? <laughs> if you have... um, it will be on Max, um, and it's on Discovery Plus for me, and it will be on Max. I'm not sure what other channels have it. Maybe yeah, TV TV two. TV2 as well we'll have it so um, yeah a few options yeah and it, what's the kickoff time local time uh, 1800 hours so 5pm UK 5 is that channel David like the old movies for men channel that channel <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV2 is the um, TV2 is the uh, like ITV kind of style so TV2 is um, they, they've got their own sort of sport thing that you you pay uh, I think uh, I think it's four hundred kronas a month ish, uh, and you get all the elite and then all the Europe uh, European matches and stuff. So it's it's uh, yeah, it's, I think it's I think it is a proper TV channel that you might be able to get under the, your fire sticks or whatever your 
cheating the system. <laughs> yeah, which we don't condone at all on the Gambler Betting Podcast. Um, yeah, might be worth tuning in if you've got access to that. Uh, so, Greg, in terms of the bet, then what are we going for? So, I've still to decide, but it's definitely going to be a corners angle in favour of Boda Glimpse. And I'll just say it now the 4 to 9 on them to win the corner count is a banker. Okay. 4 to 9 banker. Yeah. Yes. Great, we love those. Uh, okay, we'll move on to Sunday. We've got quite a few bets lined up. Um, I'm not sure what order to tackle these in, I suppose. Alphabetically, is probably as good as any. Um, Haugesson v Tromso. Haugesson lost the last two by a goal to nil, but Tromso, some really good results for them, David. Obviously, they, they beat um, Rosenborg last week. Fascinating game, that. They led mm. early doors, were pegged back to 3-2, got it back to 3-3, and then scored. Was it injury time they got the winner? Yeah, it was 92. Uh, yeah, really, really good game. Really enjoyed it. I had uh, over um, one and a half Rosenberg goals in it, which obviously came in. And um, I had August Mikosen as my captain in fantasy. So hey. it's a uh, perfect outcome for me. But yeah, really, really good game of football. And Tromsø will be buoyed by that. And to back that up, they, they won 1-0 against Trims Godset last night. Yeah. Um, up in Thrums as well so their home form is fantastic absolutely no problem with their home form they, they, sit, they sit in an eighth with five wins from their nine home games but yeah as you say their away form is miserable um, ten games six draws four defeats and I think I think going to Haugesund it will be a tough game for them but to be honest I, I was quite interested in the Haugesund um Win. I think the price looks pretty good. I think Haugesund are a, a good team. They're they their form is pretty good. Like they lost, unfortunately, they lost the last two one 0 But before that, they've been in good form. I just shied away a little bit from uh, the win, just because from sort of coming off the back of two wins. But what I do like the look of uh, in this one is um, the corner match bit, part of a double. Um, and Haugesund, I, I, I must be sounding more and more like Greg every single week. I love it, David. It's fantastic. <laughs> so Haugesund at home um, have they lost the corner match bet to Molde last week, but um, they've won seven of their ten um, corner match bets. So only three times have they failed to win. Um, and on the contrary, Tromsø away from home. Um, They've only won the corner match bet twice in their ten games. So, Tromso, the last three, last five games in a row, they've lost the corner match bet four two seven five six two six two seven three. And Haugesund, after losing five, they lost five four to Molde last week. Uh, they beat Yerv uh, six five before that. They lost to Sarpsborg, but they beat Hamcam five two, Viking six one, Olsen five four nine seven against Bode. So. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to dominate the play in this one. I think uh, Tromsø might be a little bit tired after two games in three days. And um, I think the corner match bet really stands up quite well in this one. And it's going to be part of a double. Yeah, and Greg, you've got it as part of a treble. If you can see my face right now, David, I'm so proud. <laughs> uh, everything you've said, couldn't agree more. I think Tromsø, I think they hit the lowest number of corners in the league. Don't hit many. They don't concede too many either, to be fair. But Haugesund do hit some really good numbers at home. And yeah, as David said, I'm more than happy to take Haugesund to win the match Connors bet in this one. Uh, a really good 5-6, to six, I think. 
Yeah, that sounds pretty decent. Uh, David, you also play fancy goals here as well. Yeah, I'm going to have it down as a, a both teams to score double as well. Um, I think uh, Tromsø, if you look at their uh, away records, they don't really have much problem scoring goals. They scored in every game bar three. Uh, they scored in every single home game. So they scored in um, 20, uh, sorry, 17 of their 20 games this season. So goals hasn't really been a problem for them. How we send at home... Um, Molde stopped them scoring last time out, but apart from that, they've scored in every single other game except Strum's got it in the second game of the season. So I think there's going to be, I think both teams to score in this one looks pretty strong. I think uh, Tromsø will be flying after uh, what's been a really good week, but also I think it might just take its toll on them a little bit and it will give Haugusen the chance to to get an edge on them. So I think uh, I think both teams to score in this one looks pretty strong. It will be part of the double as well. Okay, let's speak about the other half of that double then. That's Sarpsborg, who hosts Hamcam. Sarpsborg, absolute free fall at the moment, eight defeats in a row. Uh, and Hamcam, to be fair, followed up. They had a 2 2 draw with uh, Glimt, and they followed that up with a win over Haugesund as well. But I don't know if this is your, in your thinking, but there seems to be a good history of goals when these two teams meet 22 goals in the last five meetings between the sides. Yeah, sounds good to me. Um, sounds good to me. They went to. They went to Hamcam earlier in the season and it was 3-2. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, Sarsborg are an absolute free fall. They went to Molde last week, lost 4-1. They are shipping goals. Um, they are getting red cards left, right and centre. They've had, I think they've had five red cards in the last eight or nine games. Um, and they are in free fall, yeah. They need a win. They're absolutely desperate for a win. Um, and this is a game with they could get it, but I like goals in it. Hamcam have scored in every single away game this season. They've conceded in every single away game this season. So if both teams to score doesn't come in this week, <laughs> there it's, it's my fault uh, for better. So yeah, Hamcam, Sarsborg, both teams to score. I can see Sarsborg scoring. They've got a decent attacking threat. Um, they have scored. Um, they've scored. 33 goals in their 20 games so far this season. So that's not been a problem mm-hmm. for them. Uh, it's been the other end. It's been the problem. Um, so yeah, I think Sarsborg and Hamcam both teams to score. Double that up with Howison and Tromsø both teams to score, and you put a two point six double on Sunday. Nice one. Any thoughts on this one, Greg? No, Sarsborg have been really good to us for corners this season. Uh, they landed us again at the weekend at Molda by getting just the three corners, and that's all they needed. I did notice that the bookies really do insult us sometimes by offering Sarsborg to win the league. At three and a half thousand to one. <laughs> Don't tell Doug McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> so, not really sure why they offer these markets and at those prices. It should really be three million to one uh, to win the league. What I would say as well is there's probably six teams, uh, or five teams, sorry, just looking over their shoulder at the moment who could mm-hmm. be dragged into that kind of playoff spot. Uh, Sarpsborg obviously in 14th at the moment, three points behind Sandefjord, Olesund struggling, Haugesund, Hammer and Odd all within a shout. Only five points separate those six teams. So it's going to be a fascinating end to the season to see who ends up in that last, well, that, that promotion, that relegation playoff spot. David, who's your money on to finish in that place? Um, those six teams. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me just get to that a sec. Sarsborg are 29 points behind Molde with 30, with 30 points to play for. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a bit old. Who am I back for that? Um, 
It's not an easy question, is it? I think Olison uh, could end up there. That's who I tip. Yeah, it could be any one of them, I guess. And uh, interestingly, Christine have started to kind of keep up by nerve as well. So it could all get very tight in the next couple of weeks. Um, okay, so David, that double then, just to confirm, is both teams to score at Haugesund and at Sapsborg. Yeah? Yep, that's correct. 2.6. Okay, and you also mentioned a corner match bet double, so half of that being at Haugesund and the other half is in the Rosenborg Viking game. Uh, Rosenborg's terrific run came to an end last weekend in that 4-3 defeat to Tromsø. Uh, Viking beaten by Christensen last night, it's now three defeats in a row for Viking. And Greg, your phrase was, they have chucked it. They have. They were flying at the start of the season, but this European run, I know they were really lucky to lose that late goal. But it, it does look they have chucked it. A team in free fall and they lost to Christiansund. Not a good result. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Christiansund side who couldn't buy a win and have now closed the gap to year to four points. So a trip to Rosenborg, never easy. The Tron time. Only teams like St Johnson can go there and pick up maximum <laughs> points. <laughs> um, but Rosenborg's form prior to last weekend's defeat at Tromso. To be fair, there's no shame in losing that match at Tromso. Tromso's home form is, has been tremendous this season. But at home, Rosenborg flying, eight wins, three draws. They've won their last six. They're scoring goals, fully expecting Rosenborg to win this match. Now, at Trondheim, Rosenborg have only lost four of the last 27 meetings between the sides. Good start. And it's quiz time again. Uh-oh. What year... Did Viking last defeat Rosenborg in Trondheim? Closest could, wins. So what did you say? They've only lost four and twenty-eight. Four and twenty-seven. So when was the last time Viking I'll, defeated? I'll go two thousand and two. Two thousand and five. Well done, David. <sighs> Maximum points for you. Good guess though. So yeah, seventeen years since they last won in Trondheim. I don't see that changing this weekend. It'd be a massive, massive shock if Viking won this. Well, they're only 3-1, to one, Greg. Yes, but it'll still be a massive shock. Okay. Uh, okay, so you're <laughs> you're fancying Rosenborg in this one. I'm guessing you're not going to disagree, David. But we did mention that you fancy the corner match double uh, and Rosenborg part of that. Yeah, Rosenborg have been hitting great numbers at home um, pretty much all season. And as Greg mentions, I think this, this is a game they're going to dominate anyway. But add into the fact that apart from the first game of the season where they drew 2 2 in the, the corner match bit with odds, they've won every single other corner match bit this season at, at Lerkendal. So they dominate the games when they play at home. And this is another one that I can see them doing that. I think Viking will be coming in after the back on the back of a defeat to Christian soon. And come. Just, just to mention that we did back, we did mention um, Bollerenga last week on the podcast. We thought I fancied them very strongly at Viking. I backed them double chance and over one and a half goals, which um, came in. Uh, but yeah, I think we backed. I fancied them strongly for the win, and they were a really good price. Um, yeah. uh, Viking are really struggling. They've lost Berisha, and they've not really been able to to recover from it at all. Um, they've signed Sander Svensson this week, who was at odd last year. Um, but he's not really a striker, but he looks like he's going to be playing there. So just completely not nothing in the ballpark to what Berisha was for them. Um, I think they're going to struggle for the rest of the season. And 
I think Rosenberg will beat them and I think they'll dominate the game and hit a lot of corners. So, yeah, as you said, I've got a double on the corner match bet. Rosenborg to win their corner match bet against Viking. Haugesen to win their corner match bet um, against Tromsø. And that's 3.16 for the double. And I think that looks like a cracking price. Okay. In terms of a single, you also quite like goals. I do. Um, I like the, the Asian goal line in this one as well. I think um, Rosenborg have shown that they're not afraid to attack when they're at home. Just looking through the the last, uh, well, apart from the first two games where they, they only scored one goal in the, out of those two, they've won 3-0, they've drawn 3-3, 3-1, 3-2, 3-0, 2-1, obviously they went to Toronto last week and lost 4-3, so goals are not an issue. Um, they've been, yeah, the last five fixtures, there's been five goals, three goals, seven goals, three goals and seven goals. So the Asian goal line over 3.0 is uh, 2.025 um, just now. And I find it hard to not, but it's actually dropped. I, I looked at this earlier. It's actually dropped now to 1.925, which I still, I think, is pretty good. Um, pretty good price. And I can see this game having goals. Viking not shy of a goal themselves. Um, if you look at the last two away games, two all at Sandefjord. Uh, sorry, the... Um, there was that Christensen game, but yeah, two all at Sandefjord, two four at Bollerenga. Um, I think that this game has goals in it. So yeah, over 3.0 goal line, as well as the corner match bet, this is uh, it's all about Rosenberg this weekend. Yeah, I think so. And that 45 is very inviting as well. I guess that might be a wee bit shorter by the time we reach kickoff, Craig. I'd imagine so, yeah. I think obviously we're now Thursday night, uh, come Sunday, a lot, a lot of the, the value will, will have gone by that point. So yeah. again, always good to get your bets on nicely anyway. Yep, so that's Rosenberg uh, v V King. That forms half a year, double Greg. Lots of doubles and trebles this weekend, so it's hard to keep track of everything. You've got a double Rosenberg to win and also Odd, who are at home to Yev. Yeah, it was a treble initially. I uh, had a good chin with David <laughs> around the Storm's God set. And he, I wouldn't say he talked me out of it, but he made some good points and happy to make it a double. So the double is with Odd at home to Yerv. And Yerv, as we know, really struggling on the road. Bit of a shambles really, isn't it? Mm. Played eight matches, nine matches. They've got one point out of a possible 27. Odd, I wouldn't say they're on a revival, but certainly in decent shape coming into this. A 1-0 victory at struggling Sarpsborg at home, sorry, and a 1-0 draw at Olsen. So, yeah, in that elk of clubs struggling at the bottom of the table. They are very short, 2-5, to five, I must say. Maybe looking for a little bit more than that, but they are playing a year side who, I think as you said at the start of the season, David, didn't we? We expected you have to struggle and be out their depth, and they, they absolutely are. They've got the lowest budget in the league. I don't see them going to odd on Sunday and getting anything from this match. And it's just a straightforward double. Rosenborg to win and Odd to win. And that pays a nice 6-4. to four. Yeah. And also, Odd are unbeaten in all seven games against Yerv as well. Yep. Which is good. And I guess, David, that 2-5 to five price is so short as more of a reflection on Yerv than it is on, on Odd. Yeah. I mean, Yerv are, Yerv are really struggling. They have, um, they have managed to strengthen a little bit um, just over the last couple of days, they got in a boy on loan from Boda Glimps. Um, and there was another one as well, I can't remember. But yeah, Odd have um, 
this is really niche, but I don't know if you remember back in the day there was a, a there was a guy called Diomandi that played for Hull and he scored like an overhead kick, but it was like ex- him and another guy overhead kicked it at exactly the same time. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, like, nobody knew who scored, but it was Diomandi, so he's just signed for odd um, striker they desperately needed. Uh, he should make his debut this weekend. I can see him scoring, and uh, yeah, I, I just can't see how you ever get out of this. They just they just don't have enough, and it's yeah, it's just the way it is when the budget's so low. Yeah, big trouble. Okay, so Greg, that's a Rosenberg and odd double, which pays sixty-four. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we are one leg into a corner match. Travel of yours as well, Greg. Uh, we've already touched on Haugus, and we're going to have a look at Strom squad set, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I just think at home in a match against an Olsen side who are, you have to say, are struggling. I don't think, um, looking at this game, Olsen 4-1 to away from home, Storm's God say at home, hitting some decent numbers. Olsen can see a lot of corners too. So I just I think looking at the opportunities here, we're backing corners a lot in this league because I still think we've got a real edge over the bookies in the corners. And we're still mm-hmm. getting some really good prices for team corners, especially the poorer teams, to get three and four. But when you've got a side who are famous at home in this match, and it's very similar to Volarenga as well, I just think doing team corners is a bit difficult in terms of you're needing to get six, really, to, to make it worthwhile. So not mucking about doing that. I'm just going to take all three sides to, to win the corners match bet. So we've already highlighted how Gesund at home. I, I do think Storm's God say will win the corner count at home to uh, Olesund on Sunday. And I guess the third part of that treble is Volarenga, who David mentioned at the start. We backed to beat Viking on Sunday. Volarenga in very, very good form, hitting some really good numbers at home on the corner front. And they're 10 to 11 to beat Lowestrom on, on Sunday in the 7 o'clock kickoff. Sorry? It's the big derby in Norway, Volleringa Lewis. Yeah, it's going to be excellent. So, again, I just think they're 1 to 2 to win the the Connors match by Volleringa. Strom's God set are 4 to 9, I think. So, I just think this treble at 3 to 1 is worth backing. Not having to worry about them hitting too many, but all three sides are at home. And I I do think all three sides have got a very good chance of winning the corner count, and that pays 3 to 1. Okay, David, that Volaringa v Lillestrom game, I think if you're to look at it, you know, at a fleeting glance, you probably think that the, the near-even money on Volaringa looks pretty decent there. Seven wins and a draw from the last eight games. Lillestrom look as if maybe the bubbles burst a wee bit for them. Um, you just wonder if Lillestrom are there for the taking. My only reservation, I guess, is that Volaringa have yet to play any of the top four in that run. You know, so albeit they are one of the form teams in the latest season, but this will probably be the, the stiffest test that they've had. Yeah, it will be. Um, their form's been great, and going away to Viking and winning was a real test for them. And came through that. Um, what they have done is is strengthen. Um, they have brought in a Norwegian international. Well, in fact, he's not a Norwegian international. He has been in the squad, but uh, left back, Euclid, I think he's called. Uh, he's going to strengthen. They brought Borven in who play up front, and Sandberg. So they've really strengthened Bollering on this window. Lillestrom have as well. Um, they brought in Thomas Leonard Olsen, who we'll remember from last year, bang an absolute 
yeah, goals in for fun. He went to Saudi Arabia in the winter and he's back uh, after cashing in his check. Um, mm-hmm. So both teams have strengthened, I'd say, but Lillestrom, yeah, as you say, just not quite got that same edge as they did earlier in the season and Vollering are really look like they're flying. I have to say, I do like Greg's angle on the corners. This one, I think Vollering are corners at home. They're just incredible. They hit and they, they don't concede that many either. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I like the corners angle on this one more more than I would back the win just because the Lillestrøm. They're just they're just That's a little say, bit. They? Just yeah, they are. Put a lot of set pieces, a lot of set pieces. Just could be one of those games where the crowd is like, yeah, it's a very expectant home crowd. It's going to be full of the rafters and it's going to be really intense game. So yeah, just could. Just could be a little bit, bit of a stuffy game that Lillestrøm might just sneak something. Yeah, so maybe best avoided in the outright market then. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would definitely avoid that, but the corner market definitely something to look at. Okay, we've covered a lot of uh, doubles and trebles and stuff, so we will recap those very shortly once we've covered the Obus League and as well as a lot to to get through. Uh, we'll have a look at Obus League now. I, I don't think we've got a huge amount this week, Greg. Um, I know Dave's what we got... can say is that Bran will be declared champions next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend if they can win. I think if they win this weekend and. Starback fail to win. Uh, Brana champions. There we go. There we go. Welcome back, uh, Bran. Yep. Uh, it was quite a weekend last weekend in obviously again, David. Five teams scored five goals and another two scored four goals. Yeah, I think um, the Obus League collectively um, heard the podcast and put up, <laughs> put up <laughs> on the wall of the changing room and they scored, I think it was 40 goals in the eight games over the weekend, which is absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, there was five nils and five ones and five twos and six. And it was a six nil. Yeah, it was just an incredible weekend for goals. But there was there wasn't really many close games. It was just absolute smart hammerings everywhere. Yeah, it was really funny, David. I was going to put a tweet up on Monday afternoon before the games at five to say the bookies have lost the plot because you were getting only f- less than four to five for all five games kicking off at five o'clock, being over one point five goals. <laughs> and I thought that was an absolute disgrace, but they were absolutely spot on. <laughs> Every game went over four and a half goals. And it was uh, over three and a half, over two and a half, over three and a half, over four and a half. Now, I always bat over two and a half, so I, I can't remember what price that was at. But yeah, the over three and a half and four and a half would have been tremendous prices. Yeah, and this week, David, uh, as you said, Bran, not far away from the title, they're away to Osana. They hit five last weekend. I think that's the seventh time this season they've scored four or more. Yeah, they're just they're just too good. Yeah, it's just as simple as that. They just get too much firepower. Uh, too many too many good attacking players that the teams that no boss are just can't deal with it. Yeah, but you do have one bet for us from Obus League, and that's Songdal v Shaid. Um, quite interested to hear your thoughts on this one. I'm guessing much like you know we discussed Yerv and Litazir, and this is probably more of a bet against Shaid than it is uh, in favour of Songdal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Shade, although they picked up some decent results of late, it's all been at home. Uh, they, they've been done all the work at home. Um, they've picked up two points on the road this season. They've scored five goals in the 10 games, conceding 20, been beat eight times out of those 10 and drawn twice. Um, 
they're going to Songdao, who are still pushing for the playoffs. They're only one point outside the playoffs. Had a couple of bad weeks, to be fair. Um, we can forgive them getting beaten 4-0 by Bran. Yeah. But last week they went to Frederikstad and they were well beaten 5-2. Um, a couple of late goals put a little bit of gloss in that. So, um, happy to happy to forgive them that as well and go back two weeks when they hammered Mjöndal and 4-0. Um, so, they, they've not been in great form, Songdal, but yeah, it's just shy. They're just so, so poor on the road, especially. Uh, that to get Songdal at 4-5, was pretty good, but to add Songdal beat Shide, I think it was 3-2 three, three, um, they beat Shide earlier in the season um, and in all their home games, there's been goals, there's only been one home game that there was fewer than uh, there was fewer than two goals and that was a 1-0 win over Mjöndal so I think there'll be at least two goals and pretty, I think Songdal will win the game um, probably, I think they'll win it quite convincingly they need to get back to winning ways um, 2.1 or 11 to 10 in old money for Songdal to win and there's to be over one and a half match goals I think it looks like a really good price against a team that just cannot get anything going away from home Yeah, they can barely even score away from home I think they've only scored in three of their ten matches on the road Yeah, it's just just, just the, the, similar to Gerv in the, in the um, Elite Serie and they just don't have a budget for, for the Obos League and really they're a much smaller club they've done really well to to keep their head above water, but they are in a battle still with uh, Shuras Blink, who have uh, yeah, who have come from nowhere to to get close enough. Yeah, yeah, we discussed them plenty a couple of weeks ago. Um, Greg, anything standing out for you in Obus League in this weekend? I think we should probably mention Koffa in terms of the sitting second now, which is tremendous for them. They've come right up in um, the last two or three weeks. It's going, it's going to be a fascinating into the season. There's so much to play for. Okay, Bran of um battered everyone in sight, but there's probably what Koffa, Stabak, Ranahim, possibly Sanizulf to finish second. But you've then got the playoff spots. Uh, Royfoss have just completely chucked it recently. They got battered 5 0 Brina on Monday. Um, and you've got probably what Brina just probably doing enough to stay above the relegation spot. So lots to play for. Um, this weekend and as we said lots of goals last weekend hopefully as the season comes to an end over the next six seven weeks eight weeks we'll start to see games opening up we're not going to see 39 40 goals every monday or every every match day but um worthwhile for small stakes having a wee uh, shot on the over 2.5 3.5 and david uh, grorud still waiting their first one i thought you might have maybe <laughs> wanted to discuss ranheim's three to four to win away at Grorud. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty pretty good. Um Grorud, poor, poor Grorud. Uh yeah, just waiting for that win. eight games to go. Can they get it? I mean, can they go a full season without winning? To be honest, they're only they're only three to one. They've not yeah. won all season and they're three to one is absolutely ridiculous. It's a big price for Ranheim, you must admit. The team that yeah. pushing for second place. Uh, to be yeah, and to be fair to Ranheim uh, if you take away that 5-0, their form's not that bad. Like, they lost to Brand 5-0, but apart from that... Who hasn't? Form, <laughs> exactly. Like, their form's, their form's all right. And they beat, uh, they beat Grorud earlier in the season. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good price, to be fair. I, I would... Uh, doubling that up with Songdal um, pays pretty well as well. 
could be could be an alternative if you don't fancy the the Songdal uh, the goals angle as well in the Songdal game. Yeah. Okay. So maybe some Monday angles as well. I often back all five games over one point five first half goals. Usually get quite a decent return for that. I can't remember what price it was, but I think we're a goal short. It's landed a few times this season. We're a goal short on Monday. I think it might have been Start actually, who was one yeah, nil at half time, and they literally score as always a minute after half time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, another little market to, to have a look at for for some uh, small stakes. Yeah, indeed, it's always been pretty good that one. Uh, okay, um, I think that's has probably covered everything that we want to cover. Can you guys just give us a wee recap then of your bets for the weekend, starting with you, Greg? Yeah, so I've got a double and a treble this weekend so far, but there'll be stuff that I'll share on the channel over the weekend. Uh, the double is Rosenborg versus Viking, taking Rosenborg to win that match, and Odd versus Yerv, and I'm taking Odd to win that match. And that Viking, so that Rosenborg Odd double pays 6-4. to four. And the treble is a Connors match bet treble, so all three sides to win their respective Connor match bets and get most Connors, and that is Volrenga to beat... Viking, Strum's Godset to be Olesund and Haugesund to beat Tromso. Okay, okay, David? Yep. Uh, starting starting off with Rosenborg, I'll go the single, and that's the over 3.0 Asian goal line. Um, that's Rosenborg against Viking on Sunday. On to a couple of doubles, Rosenborg and Haugesund both to win the corner match bet. Um, both of those games are on Sunday. And that is 3.16. Um, are both teams to score double? Um, Haugesund versus Tromsø and Sarpersburg versus Hamcam games. That's 2.6 for the double in there, both on Sunday as well. And finally, Songdal uh, in the Oberst League in Songdal and over one and a half match goals. And that's 2.1. And I believe that's on Monday night. Good stuff. Um, and Greg, just before we wrap up, you will also be looking at some corner bets in England, which you've done pretty well in the last couple of weeks with four people that are on the channel. Yeah, it's been really good in England so far. I think it was a market probably identified two or three weeks ago that it was something I would be keen to look at this season, given that we've just got a bit of an edge in the corner markets. There's lots of different angles. There's match bets, there's minus one, there's handicap bets. There's bet builders, there's team corners, match corners, lots of ways to get involved in corners. And already, after what, match day six, there's some really good teams to back for corners. Mansfield, for one, in League Two, are hitting tremendous numbers. A team we've backed a couple of times. Derby County, another team who've backed, who've done really well for corners. In the Championship, the sides who are really dominating possessions, teams such as Burnley, Norwich as well, hitting some really good numbers too. So it's something I'll be focusing on every week in England and that's something I'll be sharing on the channel. Yeah, okay. And we should also remind people who are listening that we recorded a Scottish podcast with Diff McDonald earlier today. Uh, lots of good stuff in there. We've obviously covered the Celtic v Rangers match and, of course, match of the weekend, which is St Mirren v St Johnson. Uh, St. Johnson. St. Johnson St. Mirren. Yeah, apologies. That's right. apologies. <laughs> yeah. The Battle of the Saints, or the, the Gambler Derby, as I called it earlier. Um, <laughs> so that's one to look forward to. Okay, now don't forget you can follow Greg on Twitter at Brownie84, where you can find details of how to join his uh, private betting channel. And you can also follow David on Twitter at dweatherston11. And don't forget to check out his blog, where he writes regularly for about 
about the Norwegian game, uh, both from a tactical and from a betting angle. That's at davidweatherstonfootball.com. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys, and good luck. Cheers, good luck.